So hi, welcome back, guys. Um, we're back here on Ask Carmen on our podcast for today. Today is June 10th. And as I mentioned, there was two interviewers, interviewees, I guess. Um, and today's interviewee is Thais Leitch. And I hope I pronounced it right. We did go through it. And I and I, if I butchered it, I'm sorry. But I'm very excited because her background is Bachelor of Science in Aerospace Engineering. And I've never spoken to an aerospace engineer. Um, she's completing her Master's in science, um, of Science in Space Systems. And she works for the Kennedy Space Center um, for a couple years now. She is amazing. And when I say that, I mean she's really her background and experience and exposure to to not only her field of of, of 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 knowledge and expertise but she's also had a lot of leadership from her um, experience also being a co-founder um, lunar nights mining club in in college um, times um, as well as a lot of other things that she has accomplished such as the comp- winning the google lunar prize competition and collaborate there um, collisions and dust experiment she did that in 2015 and um, also co-founded the project as a project supervisor in the nasa robotics mining competition back in 2014-15 there's so much um, we did go back and forth, some experience, some, some tips, some great, um, tips specifically on how to stand out, right? Um, the field of engineering and aer- aerospace is probably particular, but the tips, even though those are not, maybe that's not the career that you are going towards. Um, the tips and the ideas that she gives to us is brilliant and spot on. Uh, with whatever field and career that one is going for and one is striving for. Um, even if it's an internship, um, she had many, a couple inter- internships and experiences there. She gives us also her exp- her um, recommendations from that aspect. So I'm going to stop talking, right? Because I don't think you want to hear from me. I think you want to hear from her. So let's go to our interview. Enjoy. Okay, great. We're gonna kick it off. So I'm, I'm, I'm nervous and excited, um, Thais. So, um, so let's get started. Um, and my first question is really, introduce yourself. Tell us who you are. Okay. Um, my name is Thais Lage. I'm a Brazilian-born Floridian native. I work at Kennedy Space Center as a mechanical engineer on the arms and umbilicals team working to test, operate, and support all the arms and umbilical systems that support the SLS rocket that's going to go to Mars. Um, well, you, you say it like if it was, okay, yeah, I'm just going to go here. <laughs> this is awesome. Let me go back. You said so much, and I know there's people listening that probably is like, what? <laughs> so let's go back a little, step back a little bit. And Can you tell us a little bit about your background in terms of education how did you pick your career how did you pick the 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 bachelor's and now you're doing a master's can you explain a little bit about that decision and how that gears up to exactly what your job is today sure so when i was in high school i had a really great astronomy teacher Mm -hmm. um he opened my eyes to the universe and everything that's out there and i knew from that moment that i wanted a career in space exploration So then from there, I went to UCF and pursued a degree in uh, aerospace engineering, Mm -hmm. and I graduated, thankfully. (laughs) Congrats. (laughs) Thanks. And now I'm doing my master's in space systems. So I didn't want to do an engineering master's because it was just a bit too technical. Mm -hmm. I wanted to do something more broad and 
all-encompassing of everything that's space-related. And how did you pick when you, you know, you're, you're, what is it, you're, you're doing your master's right now and the space systems. And how did you pick when you talk about your career? Is it, was, was it this um, teacher that inspired you or how did you get to that? Was it your network? How did you build towards the position that you are today? Um, anything that really called up apart from your inspirational um, professor? Um, when I was young, my parents took me to Kennedy Space Center mm -hmm. and that was very memorable. So I think that's what sparked my interest. And then my high school teacher really drove it home mm -hmm. that I could make a career out of it. Mm -hmm. So then I went to UCF or University of Central Florida, which is about 50 minutes from Kennedy Space Center. And I went there for the exact reason that it's close enough to Kennedy Space Center where I could work there and still go to school. Right. So uh, location was everything for you, specifically yes. where you wanted to gear. And in terms of when you were your, you know, your master's and your education, can you tell me more about your initial experiences as well and other mentors or other um, coaches that you might have had and what inspirations you got from them to lead you? Because you have a straight path. You knew from very early on um, towards that path. What if other people that have maybe some kind of interest um, and maybe not necessarily can go to central Florida or anything, how, what other mentors or what kind of paths you recommend to them um, if they want this type of career um, or, or guidance to that level? Um, I think anything that's interesting to them mm -hmm. in the end will end up, you'll end up at your goal. For instance, I interned at Citibank mm -hmm. when I was a junior in college, which is totally unrelated to the space industry, but it taught me a lot about project management and how big projects work from start to finish and how to work in teams. So that experience really helped me get hired where I am today because mm -hmm. it was, it was different and unique and eye catching. Um, and also it was, it was just an interesting tidbit on my resume that the people that interviewed me were really interested in hearing about. And what else did they look for when, you know, you interviewed, um, and I'm assuming multiple um, um, departments or areas and, and, and positions throughout. Um, apart from that, anything else that, you, that they were looking at when you entered at City or any other thing that you also recommend? You did City, right? You interned City, but you also interned as well in the Kennedy Space Center. Is that correct? Yes. Mm -hmm. So I started as an intern where I'm working now, mm -hmm. and I just never left. <laughs> I just kept working there until I graduated right. and then moved into an engineering position. Um, something that I think in the engineering world, especially that people are looking for, are practical skills. So do you know how to work a machine? Do you understand how things are built? Not just the theoretical side, but the practical and physical side as well. Mm -hmm. And so getting your hands dirty and going to the practical and, and start the internship, like start intern, start practicing, right? Start being in the field, correct? Exactly. Um, okay. So what, one way I was able to do that is uh, when I was a sophomore, there was a soft, uh, I'm sorry, there was a startup mm -hmm. in the UCF area. And so it was unpaid, but I asked if I could work there in their machine shop. So I worked there for six months and I learned how to use the milling machine and the lathe and, and how to weld. So I learned all these practical engineering skills that helped to make me a more well-rounded engineer. Wow. And, and when, when you, 
um, look at, do you hire interns today yourself? Cause you, I do not, you do not. No. Okay. But you were responsible for a team of students, um, back in the, you know, 2015, how was that experience of being responsible for a team, um, having, uh, or in a project and so forth? How, how did you find yourself in that position? Um, and also how did you succeed in that position? What were your key things that you said, okay, this is what I'm going to be focusing on. And I think the, the most important part of that position was a little bit of compassion, mm -hmm. but not too much. Um, you know, allow people to be human, but at the same time, set expectations for what you want from your, your peers or the, your, the people that are on your project and be flexible, but don't be a pushover. Mm -hmm. That was, that was very, a very difficult balance to achieve. And, and when they, you know, you, you manage a team, who are the, I guess, the leaders that you now look up to and what do you learn from them? What do you continue to learn from them? And do you recommend, you know, when someone's going into a new uh, field that they are passionate about, like you are passionate about, um, what do you recommend? Do you recommend them getting someone in that field? How did you, did you have a, a key mentor in your department today? And how did that come about? If anything, when I was looking for an internship out at Kennedy Space Center, I did not have a mentor out okay. there. Um, so it was it was a little tough trying to get into the industry without a connection. Mm -hmm. So I think one of the more important things is to network as much as possible. Mm -hmm. Go to the socials, shake hands, exchange business cards, make a business card if you don't have one. It's really inexpensive to go to FedEx and print them out. Mm -hmm. um, and it's it's different people remember that you had a business card and they keep it and they look at it um and as far as once you have that mentor utilize them ask them all the questions you have that's why they're there people don't offer to be mentors if they don't like to help people who want to succeed right and i think that that's one of the key things right you don't be afraid to ask for help or to ask for advice um spe specifically if you're so passionate about a topic and i feel like you know, you, you did that along your way, I, I imagine. Um, now in your current, in your current position, um, or your experience, would do you, did you find like roadblocks? Did you find, um, kind of, um, some areas that you say, Oh, I wish, is there lesson learned that you want to share with those individuals that might be growing or, or going up in their career? Anything you want to share in terms of lessons learned or what you wish you knew, um, in the beginning and now you do? Definitely. There, I mean, there's hundreds of lessons learned, but I think the most memorable one mm -hmm. is to always say yes to new opportunities, even if they're weird. Mm -hmm. um, I was really hesitant about going to work at Citibank because it's so far away from everything that, from all of my goals in the space industry and in engineering. But it ended up being a really key part of my resume and of why I got hired in my current job. So um, I guess just trust the process. Don't overthink it. Mm -hmm. Do as much as you can. And, and just if you're doing your best and you're looking for those opportunities, then they'll come to you too. Wow. And I, I think that's key, you know, when you don't find maybe something that's spot on, right, of what you probably are looking for today. Even those that come far-fetched, like you said, Citibank is so far from what you wanted. It might teach you great lessons, great skills, like you've mentioned. Um, let me let me go back to a little bit about all the. Ex uh, you, you your resume is, I, I wouldn't 
spectacular. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know half of these words in terms of robotics and this combustion. Tell us a little bit more also on the, the, the experience that you had in terms of competing and these specific project engineering projects. Um, anything else, you know, you co-founder, can you tell me a little bit more about these clubs and these projects and what they mean to your career development? Sure. So Lunar Knights mm -hmm. is a robotic mining team mm -hmm. that um, my friend had the idea of starting the club and she asked if I would join in on her in the adventure. And I said, of course, I know very little about robotics. My mm -hmm. mind is very mechanical oriented. I'm not ones and zeros. I'm like <laughs> gears and wrenches. So when it came to robotics, I was very clueless, but there's nothing I can't learn. Right. And most importantly, there's people who already know it. So I learned in that role because I was the vice president and the um, project supervisor mm -hmm. that if you don't know how to do it, you could and should learn. Mm -hmm. But also there's people out there who do know how to do it and they want to do it and they want to help out and participate. So you just got to go out. Like we went out in the college and looked for these people. We put up flyers and we posted on the Facebook pages. Mm -hmm. and we said, hey, if you're interested in robotics, we're starting this club. Um, so it was, it was really interesting to learn the social side mm -hmm. of working on a team and, you know, working with engineers, which is always a little bit funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was, it was a really interesting experience because I, my friend and I, we got to build this team from the ground up yeah. and handpick people with certain skills. And it was just really helpful to learn how to work with people. Yeah. And, and be the co-founder. I mean, how amazing is that, right? To have the opportunity to, like you said, create something from scratch and build that way, um, build that whole thing. And what, what do you have with, with people maybe um, starting an idea of creating perhaps a, um, a club or, or just maybe a consulting or maybe starting and getting their feet wet in terms of a, a career? Was there anything that you were nervous about that you couldn't do or you just hang on to people or you look for people that can guide you and, and you know, lead you to learning? Was it how hard was it? And what are the things that you would think, OK, don't give up or continue? You know what I mean? Like, how hard was it? And was it there was anything? It was really hard. Um, but at the end of the day, there was there was so much support and so many different minded mm -hmm. people. Um, we were like-minded in the sense that we all wanted to compete and win and build this robot that worked, mm -hmm. but everyone thinks so differently and they all have different skills that if you don't know the answer to something, it's a quick phone call away from someone who definitely knows the answer. Right, right. And what do you, um, so you did, what What else did you do? Because you did the, the co-founder, you're a co-founder for the club um, and you also do a lot of external and community service and you're, how do you find that to be a benefit to your career building as well? External things that might not be from a day to day, um, but how did that help as well um, your career building at, uh, and did it? I, I don't know how much it helped my career itself, but it helped me become a more confident engineer mm -hmm. and more confident in myself and in my abilities and just in general, which indirectly helps my career a ton. Mm -hmm. um, and it's nice to, it's nice to help people, you know, and like helping someone achieve something that I've already achieved. Mm -hmm. It's just, I would want someone to be there for me the same way I am hoping to be there for these people. 
Right, right. And what are the top three things I would say someone just perhaps finishing their bachelor's um, this year and looking, how hard is it to, to, what are the top three things that you say you recommend that they should consider when looking for a engineering or, or those type of um, positions? What's the best tips that you would recommend to someone? Um, I would say be different. Mm. Um, in the sense that you should be memorable. For example, I added a tiny splash of navy blue on my resume so it wasn't all black. Mm -hmm. And I added a QR code to a website that I made that just basically was an online resume. Mm -hmm. And the HR woman who called me to offer me my job said that that was so fascinating. Mm -hmm. It was so different and unique. And just she was like, I'm looking at your website right now and it's really cool Like how different that you thought to do this. And so inexpensive, right? Different Thais? and memorable. And inexpensive too, right? These small touches are something that's unique to you, what you want to portray, but very inexpensive. Right. Yeah, right? definitely. Because, you know, every college student is broken starving. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's true. That's but true. yeah, it's, it's, it's an inexpensive way. I mean, the website is basically free. Um, you, may, you, you may have to pay for a domain, but right. you don't even have to. There's free uh, hosting services. Um, and you're going to print out resumes anyways. You might as well throw a little QR code up in the corner because then people are going to be like, oh, what does this lead to? What an interesting thing. That, that, um, you, you touched on a very important thing, right? How to, how to, how to differentiate yourself from others that are looking. Um, if we all have the same, perhaps, degree, we all might have the same, um, some, some sort of basic, um, well, not you, you, you obviously are, you have a well-rounded, but um, some kind of internship or positions. But how do you stand out? in such a multitude of how many people apply for the same job as you and how do you be different to stand out? And you definitely did it. Um, anything else that you recommend other than that awesome tip? Uh, I think that's the most important one okay. that I can think of now. If I think of anything else, I'll let you know. <laughs> that's fine. And in, in, in terms of where, where do you see yourself? Um, you, you talk about obviously completing your master's in, in science and space systems um in melbourne right and where do you see yourself in, in five even ten years how, how do you see yourself um moving forward into the career in five years mm -hmm. i want to have launched our first rocket mm -hmm. uh the, it, this first mission is going to go around the moon and then come back it's just a test um in the next 10 years depending how scheduling with the rocket goes i hope to have launched another one but the mm -hmm. long-term goal is to hopefully be an astronaut that is my ultimate wow. dream job Mm -hmm. And if not, I would like to be launch director, which is the person that says we are go for launch. <laughs> wow, those <laughs> I am I'm speechless. <laughs> I wish I had those type of dreams um, and and career path. And clearly, you're going to achieve it. And and for for that to to occur and everything, um, how do you see yourself also um, that your your network and you're building that network i talk a lot about network and and branding yourself right being out there being exposed to either social media whether it's linkedin or any other sources do you find that at all in your field do you find that at all helpful and or how do you see it being helpful um for these coming years i think it's key i think in any industry that is one of the most important things that you can focus on mm -hmm. in my industry specifically um if you want to maybe go to a different team and mm -hmm. learn a different subsystem or something like that right. it helps to 
know the people on that team so you can be like hey you know i'm thinking about making a change or something like that mm-hmm. or if you don't want to make a change but you want to learn about it you can ask them can you teach me a little bit about the system mm-hmm. and that way you can just become a more knowledgeable person overall right and i and i i totally agree with you right not only learning from your peers and your partners and and everybody around you whether it's in the same field different one that you might not be familiar but also growing and seeing what else Um, could be out there for you in terms of your careers or next opportunities that you might grow into. Um, And just some quick moments, um, you know, you, 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 you mentioned um, a lot about, um, well, you mentioned where you're going to see yourself in 10 years, but anything else you would tell those youngsters (laughs) starting just any kind of type of career as well as um, any other recommendation or, or, um, words of advice um, of looking for, I guess, the first jobs, your internships going, sorry, going a little bit back, um, your first interns, when you don't have experience, maybe you do have a degree under your belt. Um, anything there, um, apart from standing, standing out a little bit more um, of where you search? Did you search only internally? How did you go about the search itself? I searched everywhere. Mm-hmm. I searched on UCF's job posting website i searched on google on monster.com glassdoor everywhere and then once that if that didn't work which it didn't because Mm -hmm. it's really hard to get an internship that's just the way it is Mm -hmm. but after that i started googling aerospace companies and then i would go on their specific website Mm -hmm. and cold emailing is not necessarily something i would always recommend but it's it's risky but sometimes it works um, especially at s- smaller companies and startups. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think just look everywhere and anywhere and don't get discouraged. Also, because if you don't have an internship in undergrad, it's okay. You can still find a job. What's key is to go after those clubs. Start a club if you have an idea. Mm-hmm. Participate in projects because that's what's going to give you the hands-on experience anyways. Right, and it's going to build your skills and your even your confidence. You talked about confidence. You talked about uh, um, those skills that you learn, even creating that club, right? Um, that's excellent. I, 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 I honestly, I, I do want to um, congratulate you on your current success, and I'm so, um, I'm excited to hear what you have those five years and those rockets going up. <laughs> And you being that one that calls it out, I, I can't wait to say, hey, I interviewed Thais on the podcast in 2018. So I'm really excited. I'm really honored to to have this opportunity just to, to chit-chat a little bit here. Um, I would like to something, maybe something, I want to end up with just something about you, maybe something fun or tip that, something that nobody knows about you or something that you want to share. <laughs> um, uh- Something that everyone knows about me yeah. is I have two giant dogs and a cat, and I love them dearly. <laughs> they are like the highlight of my life. Really? Do they have a Twitter um, account too or Instagram? Yeah. That's awesome. So pets are very important. Let's hope that they stay on Earth. Um, and not yeah. go in the ship in the rocket. <laughs> but um, Tay, thank you so much, and I do, I do want to say that. Um, we we obviously want to promote that be like you said don't get discouraged right it's not 
easy, but it's, it's also, there's so many resources and so many opportunities, um, to, to get what you want. Even if you have to, I, I love what you said, right? Even if you have to go on to another step before you get to your goals, like you mentioned in terms of your experience, um, I think it's just to keep on going and, and going for what you're passionate about, which I'm honored to my first, um, opportunity to meet, um, a future astronaut is you. <laughs> so, Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, and I hope that I, we can talk some more in the near future to get more feedback from you and a lot more wisdom and advice. So thank you. Thank you. The honor is all mine. <laughs> thank you. We'll talk soon. Thanks. <laughs> Bye. Bye. So like I said, I hope you guys heard everything that Thais had to tell us. Um, or inform us and, and, and inspire us. Um, I'm so excited to see what she has. She has a bright future ahead of her. Um, I hope to get to interview her when she launches that rocket. Um, and then again, um, in the, in the near future and what a great, um, tips, right? How, how, how awesome is that? How do you stand out? How do you stand out? If you have a competition of your peers are applying for that same position, how do you stand out so that the interviewee or your colleagues or your peers or those individuals that are going to be hiring you or even asking you for um, support or, or working on certain projects, how do you stand out? How do you be the first one there? Um, how do you get that call? right? Is it simply by doing some tweaks and changes in your resume? Is it putting yourself out and creating that network and building that network to, to, to go on that? Or is to learn from your peers and building that strength in terms of um, you know, the knowledge of what you have or where you're going at, or even things that you're interested and passionate about? Clearly, her passion is aerospace, is the systems, and it really is amazing to see how she's driving um, her career forward to the end goal. Now, that does not dismiss the fact that sometimes you do have to go to a side street to get to that goal as well. So don't for, don't be afraid and don't get discouraged, like she mentioned, right? To maybe step outside your comfort zone, go and go through a side street because at the end of the day, that will help you as well to get to your end goal. And I think that's key, right? So have a think um, and and definitely let us know what you, you thought. Um, if you have any questions for Thais, send them to us. Um, and hopefully I can get, to, I'm like hopeful. I'm like, I'm like crossing my fingers here. I'm like, I hope, I hope. Um, I've, I've never um, interviewed or never met an astronaut or anyone in the engineering, uh, this uh, space engineering. So this is, it's, it was an honor. It was truly a pleasure. And um, I, I honestly, I'm going to say it again. I can't wait to see what she has in store for us in this field, in this, in her career and what she's going to be doing for all of us here uh, on earth <laughs> and how that helps. So um, thank you so much. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Um, we're going to have a session next week um, and hopefully um, many, many more interviews as we go along. Thank you and have a great Sunday. Bye.